I heard it once said, you don't have to set yourself on fire to keep others warm. Today on the Champion Forum podcast, we discuss why people-pleasing could be destroying your leadership impact. This is the Champion Forum podcast with Jeff Hancher, the forum for leaders, champions, and dreamers. Welcome back to the show. I am your host, Jeff Hancher, and I am on a mission to help others lead, inspire, and win in this life. If you are new to the show, let me welcome you and thank you for listening in. To learn more about the heart behind the show, I want to encourage you to go back and listen to episode number one. It's in this episode that I I truly get vulnerable. I share my heart, a little bit about my story and how this podcast came to be. To learn more about our company, Jeff Hancher Enterprises, and how we can maybe help you as an individual or possibly help your entire organization reach its fullest potential, make sure you go to jeffhancher.com to learn more. Lastly, to contact us, uh, or maybe you want to get get a hold of me direct, make sure that you email us at jeff at jeffhancher.com. We would love to hear from you, take your feedback, and answer any questions that you might have. Let's jump in. This is a topic that comes up quite a bit. Uh, these are the hard conversations that I have with a lot of leaders, and today we're talking about people pleasers. And if you are one right now, you're you're already getting the cringe. You're already getting the, oh man, this one's going to sting because you probably know who you are. I realize that this could be a sensitive subject. However, I care enough to tackle the tough subjects to help every leader reach their fullest potential. And I get it. Not many people want to be seen as a negative person. I don't want to be, I don't want to be negative. I don't want, I want people to like me. Many of us, we, we want to see our actions have a positive impact on the people we interact with and the people that we lead. I get that. And I'm in on that. But if this isn't managed appropriately, this sense of thinking can have a negative impact, especially when it comes to leadership. So to start, let's make sure we're all on the same page with this simple question. What is a people pleaser? I my definition of a people pleaser is someone who gets out uh, goes completely out of their way to help other people. And you might say, "Well, Jeff, why is that a bad thing?" I thought you like servant leadership. But here's here's the here's the caveat, here's the catch. They go out of their way to help other people at the expense of their own needs and their leadership responsibility. This is when things start to spiral out of control. And if you are a people pleaser, you may be saying, well, I might be a people pleaser, Jeff, but I have been called worse things. And maybe you have, hopefully not too much worse. But the problem is that people pleasers will sacrifice their own time, their own energy to please people and earn approval. And people pleasing really doesn't earn approval anyway. Matter of fact, if you're too much of a people pleaser, you're probably not going to be respected. And you're probably feeling this. 
This, this can not only damage you as a leader, but also all of your relationships. When you start prioritizing other people's needs over your own, this is going to compromise your leadership effectiveness. Have you ever wondered why some leaders have more credibility and respect than others? Like, have you really set time aside and asked yourself, why is it that some leaders have more credibility and why is it that some leaders have more respect than others? Isn't this a fascinating thing? Because if you're a people pleaser or you lack respect or you lack credibility, you're probably frustrated. Because you feel like all the people pleasing in and of itself should be enough to have people respect you, but they don't. They might like you. And by the way, this is going to sting too. So sit, sit down and take this one. They don't even like you. They like what you can do for them. Ouch, that hurts. But you know what? This is real talk. There are many reasons for this. But people pleasing is pretty high on the list of reasons that a leader can lack credibility and respect from other people. Being liked and being respected are very different things. And you might be listening and you already know that you're a people pleaser. And if this is you, I'm going to give you some practical tips to help you transform into more of a challenging leader. Notice I didn't say a monster, a tyrant, a dictator, you know, a mean spirited person. I said a more challenging leader. However, you might be listening and you are a people pleaser and this is a blind spot for you. Nobody's told you. Uh, Well, I'm going to help you today. The first step to improving in this area is self-awareness. And isn't that the case with most of our blind spots? We have to be aware of them before we can even begin to make progress in the blind spot. So here's some signs that you might be a people pleaser. And the first one, and maybe the biggest, is that you over-accommodate. Yes. To make others happy, you do whatever it takes in order to please them. The word no is rarely in your vocabulary. People around you see you as, air quotes, the fixer, because it's known that if there's a problem, you're going to find the solution. Even if it requires you to sacrifice your own wants and needs, you might even be the person that's sacrificing your own personal family time, staying at the office to do somebody else's work. And by the way, you're the leader. The second thing that might be a sign is you hate to impose on other people. If, if you have a need, you will make sure that others are taken care of first. You will sacrifice your own needs to not burden other people. Well, Jeff, I thought the saying was um, leaders eat last. I'm not saying don't have a level of honor and respect for your people, but it's when the pendulum swings too far one way that you start to lose this credibility and impact. People see you as being very level-headed and accommodating, but below the surface, you're carrying high emotion and you're dying inside, which leads to burnout and all these other things. Another sign is that you strive to be a peacemaker. Well, Jeff, isn't peacemaking good? Yeah, but I mean, look, there's something to be said about some healthy tension. And here you are doing whatever it takes to ease the tension. You find yourself making excuses for other other people's behavior, poor behavior. You're making excuses for the toxic people on your team because you're just trying to keep peace. 
I'm just going to accommodate. I don't want to impose. Let's just keep the peace. Let's just hope that it goes away. You may even have a toxic person on your team, and instead of addressing them, you prefer to stay quiet and avoid rocking the boat. Because, gosh, if I rock the boat, surely they're going to explode and, you know, whatever it might be. Let's just keep the peace. Here's another sign. And, th- and, and, and if you are this person, this is when you're going to be high, air high-fiving me and saying, yes, that's me. You are exhausted. You're spent. Since you're so busy attending to others' needs, you're physically and emotionally spent. Perhaps even on the brink or at the point of burnout. And, and here's my question. Do any of these four points resonate with you listening today? If so, you need to begin right now to make adjustments because you're taking a long walk off of a short plank. And at best, you'll keep your title. But at worst, you're going to be miserable. This starts affecting your psyche. This starts literally affecting your physical health. And believe me, I'm in the foxhole. I'm here supporting leaders with this. And it is not a a pretty scene. You got to capture this moment. It's important to get into the mindset that setting boundaries doesn't make you a bad person. Frankly, boundaries are needed to become effective in leadership. So I'm going to give you three simple tactics that you can use right away to start overcoming the urge to please other people. First, check yourself before you wreck yourself. This is something you would do if someone is trying to push their work on you. And you can't, by the way, you can't blame them for trying to push work on you, right? Like, why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they try to get somebody else to do their work? Like, this seems like, you know, a good strategy to do less. And if you're a people pleaser, there is no doubt that people are dumping work on you. So here's some questions you can ask to tell if you should take something on. And this is back to this check yourself before you wreck yourself. This is the checkpoint. Will helping now save us time in the long run? Because look, I'm not here to tell you that a leader shouldn't roll their sleeves up and sometimes you got to go in and clean the toilets. I get it. But you got to ask yourself, if I dive in and help now, is this going to save us time in the long run? If I don't help, what are the risks? If I do, what's the opportunity? Does this project or task that's at hand have a high, higher priority than what's on my plate already? This is the question of, am I going to work in the business or on the business? And look, there are times you do have to work in the business, but you got to ask yourself, does this project take a higher priority than what's on my plate and my responsibility right now? Is there someone else that could complete this equally as well or better than me? And if the answer is yes, then you delegate it. You're not here to be a micromanager. You're here to empower, release. That that has to be it. Is there someone else that could complete this as good or better than you? If you can delegate while maintaining quality, it's the best decision for everybody. And by the way, this is a great way to develop other people, to get them out of their comfort zone, to get them stretching into leading contributions that are going to help them evolve into the person that they're trying to be as well. The second thing that you can do is pause. Yes, pause. If you are a people pleaser, do not trust your instinct to roll up your sleeves and get in there and help. 
And I know, again, I said it earlier, there are times that you do need to do that. You need to set the example. You need to let people know how it's done. You got to show them the right way. But if you're constantly rolling your sleeves up and getting in there to help, you're not doing anybody any favors. This is probably second nature to you. The key here is to take a moment and pause because you see a problem and boom, sleeves up, I'm in there. Pausing will help override your impulse to give someone the answer that they want instead of the answer that's best. And here's some examples of how to do this in a very professional way. When, when, when they come to you with whatever it might be, you just simply say, let me check my schedule and I'll get back to you with an answer tomorrow. That's the pause. You might say, hey, thanks for your input, Brad. I need a little time to take all of the options into consideration, but I'm going to get back to you by the end of the day um, and let you know how we're going to proceed. Pause. This is the pause. You might say, hey, I appreciate you you making this a, a priority. I can tell that it is very important to you. I don't want to keep you waiting for too long, so I'm going to return to you with a decision by the end of the day. There's your pause. Just doing this, these types of things, these short little pauses, what happens is it eliminates the impulse for you just to jump in and do something. You could so many times the people pleasing leader, they're literally in the middle of a project or an assignment. Something comes, a fire's burning, and they literally stop what they're working on and they go out. They become distractive, distracted, and this leaves them ineffective. Not only does this pause help you to make a better decision, but it's a great way to manage the expectations of the people that are bringing all of their problems to you. The third thing is to create healthy boundaries. And I'm here to tell you that it is possible to create boundaries without being a monster. It can happen. Here's some examples of how to communicate with kindness while pushing back and challenging the team around you. You could say something like, hey, I'm afraid that is not going to be practical for us. Given our budget, it's outside of our current capacity. Now, just think about that. Play that back. Hit that rewind real quick. Is that mean? I don't see this as mean. I see it as very direct. I see it as very factual. You might say, hey, I'm unable to take on anything beyond my current workload. I I appreciate you bringing this to me, um, and I'm happy to suggest someone else who might be able to help you out. That's not mean. That's boundary. You might say, hey, I've reviewed our performance against our, our projections, and it looks like the current path we're going on doesn't match the goals and the milestones that we set together. And he, here's some of the places that we're off. Let me know if you see anything differently. This, this is the art of having the tough conversation, which, by the way, play that one back. Is that, a, is that tough? Is that mean? Is, is that disruptive? No. It's just saying, look, we're not where we need to be. So I got to set some boundaries because wh- what's going to happen is if they're not performing against uh, their target and the goals that we set, the easiest thing is for you, the leader, just to jump in and carry the team up the hill. And I'm here to tell you that is not sustainable. So the next time you're tempted to be a people-pleasing leader, try these three things and experience this freedom of creating leadership capacity, creating leadership respect, and ultimately creating a healthy team. I have found 
that trying to make everyone happy is a quick path to making no one happy. You're going to have to make difficult decisions and someone is always going to end up unhappy. I think Steve Jobs said it best once when he said, if you want to be a leader, you're not going to make everybody happy. If you want to make everybody happy, go sell ice cream. But, you know, I thought about this quote and I'm like, gosh, I bet if you ask the people in the ice cream business, if they make everybody happy, they don't even make everybody happy. You have to be prepared to make difficult decisions and come to grips with the fact that not everybody is going to be happy. If you allow yourself to take my advice today on just these three simple things, you're eventually going to shift your focus away from what people think about you and you're going to shift it toward achieving the goals that matter most. People are counting on us as leaders to make big impact. I hope this topic challenged you if you're listening and you are a people pleaser because I have mentored, guided, and coached so many leaders through this, through the years and through my tenure as a leader. And I can tell you if you're a people pleaser, but you want to be a leader, most likely you're listening today and you are miserable. So something has to change. Your legacy is counting on it. Your impact is counting on it. And your life balance is is counting on it. You will never reach your fullest potential as a leader by being a people pleaser. So take these three things, begin to execute them into your day-to-day leadership strategy. Until next week, keep challenging your people, set healthy boundaries, and keep turning the pressure into potential. The Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher. Lead. Inspire. Win.